Hello, my loves, and welcome to another episode of Reality TV Et Moi. And I am your host, Kirsty. Um, look, already off to a wacky start, but I'm sitting in an extremely hot room, which might be a bit odd for some of the overseas listeners, but it is for once a really beautiful day here in sunny Melbourne. I'm actually sweating my balls off and um, yeah, I decided to get dressed real nice, put on a little skirt that I bought before quarantine happened to do my grocery shopping, actually did my makeup, which is now all sweated off, um, did my little grocery shop, was feeling great, saying hi to people, you know, from a distance. And then I got home and looked in the mirror and I had a booger in my nose the entire time. So that's my quarantine. <laughs> How's yours? <laughs> Fuck my life. I swear to God, I will be eternally single. I'm dying alone with my 17 cats. Speaking of my cats, I am... Um, So I've started harness training my cat Dusty, who's the one, you know, with all the health problems, although they all fucking do because they're rescues. But he's, uh, I'm going to have to get all of his teeth taken out. He is the love of my life. Literally yesterday, we were just gazing into each other's eyes and I really did have the thought that, you know, I just love you so much. I tell him about 50 times a day how much I love him. He's just the sweetest little fucker ever and we're in love. But anyway, I digress. So I've been harness training him because I'm in this little one bedroom apartment now and he used to be able to roam a bit more free and um, had a lot more space and he's losing his tiny mind and he's only a kitten. He's only a year old. So he just wants to see the world and he can hear the outside world through my f- the apartment front door. And so he knows there are people out there and he's like, let me see fucking Narnia, bitch. And he just squeaks at me all day and all night and I feel so guilty. So I'm actually training him so that we can go on walks together. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I know that I'm a crazy cat lady anyway, but... I mean, when I was, when I was a young warthog, I did not see this as um, how my life would pan out. Mm, so, so look, you know, you never know what you're going to get. Um, and I don't hate it. <laughs> While all of my friends want to stab their husbands or boyfriends in the eyes with a rusty fork right now during quarantine. I'm gazing into my cat's eyes that next week will just have a gummy little smile looking back at me. And um, I'm happy as Larry. I don't want to stab anybody in the eye with any with any kind of fork. So you know what? Living the good life. My quarantine's not too bad. I know it's very different um, in lots of different countries. So I'm thinking of you all and hopefully this just provides a little bit of light vapid silly relief as it does for me to shoot the shit into a microphone once a week um just before I get into too hot to handle I'm doing episodes five and six today I just wanted to sort of let people know that I'm I am a bit slow with potting at the mo 
<laughs> that's not a sentence. <laughs> but you guys, if you've stuck around this long, you understand me by now. I'm not releasing as many podcasts. I'm focusing on my writing and I have put out a new blog um, post this week. I'm, I'm writing a memoir, if I haven't mentioned that on this particular show. Um, and I uh, put, I'm putting kind of samples of the memoir, little chapters um, on my blog, which is just gutterglitter.blog. Um, or you can go through the kirstenmore.com.au website um, to read some of those. If you're interested, it's not lighthearted stuff like this. It it gets pretty heavy pretty quick. Uh, I deal with a lot of I, I write about a lot of grief, uh, mental illness, addiction, men, and their eternal disappointment to me. <laughs> so all of that stuff um, comes out in my writing. And the last two blogs that I've put up are are uh, excerpts that will appear in the memoir. So you're welcome to check those out and get in touch if you like, or post um, a comment in the comment section. I'm always interested in feedback, uh, only positive feedback because I have a very, very um, shallow ego <laughs> that will be damaged. <laughs> oh God. Uh, so yeah, let's get into too hot to handle. Anyway, so basically what I was gonna say is, um, I lost myself on my little tangent. Yeah, so I am focusing a lot more on that because it's it's just really a good time when you're in isolation and you have no distractions to get a lot of writing done. And also, I'm just there's not that many shows that I'm really interested in right now. I'm interested in um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and New York, but there's so many people already covering it. I just I I haven't really just wanted to step on anyone's toes, and so. After Too Hot to Handle finishes, I'm I may take a break. I may find something to do with Jacques. I'm not sure yet. So just um, keep your eye on on the Instagram or um, subscribe to the podcast so that when I do come back, you will not miss anything. All right, admin out of the way. So Too Hot to Handle. Um, how are you guys feeling about this show anyway? It's Look, it, it, it's kind of, um, for me, it's like a bit of nothingness. Like it's, <laughs> it's like background kind of. And I don't mind having these sexy people who are very sexually frustrated in the background while I'm, I don't know, trying to put a fitted sheet on my bed. But it's not like Real Housewives where I want to sit down, just get my cup of tea ready and my Ramona Pina Grigio and, you know, really take it in and enjoy. It's more of a, for me, it's more of like a background thing that I am enjoying, but it definitely isn't sort of catching me um, as much as other stuff. If there are any shows that you are really into right now that you want me to cover, please hit me up because, or just even suggestions to watch. I mean, we all need that right now. So if I get a handful, I'll mention them in the next episode, which will be the last Too Hot to Handle ep. So get them to me on Instagram at realitytvandme. DM me if you've got watching suggestions or recap suggestions because people need them right now. Okay, let's get into it. Let's enter the no bone zone, as Lana the robot would say. Um, let's get into our spray can dick with Sharon from New Jersey. Look, 
The minute he called his peen a woody woodpecker as he entered the um, private suite with his gal, Rhonda, I just went way off him. I haven't been feeling him for a few eps, but yeah, I mean, this is where these people are coming from. He got a round of fucking applause for not put his, putting his pee in her V. And when Lana described, yes, granted there was beeps, but you could tell from everyone's facial expression and just from where the beeps were, uh, what Lana was very detailed in saying, oh, he put his beep in her beep, his beeps in his, in her beeps. She, they had a beep and a boot. I'm like, this is so fucking disgusting. I would actually rather hear the the words then let my imagination run wild because it was rank and everyone's face is just like <laughs> like Lana chill out we don't need to hear where everyone's beep went inside anybody else's beeps gross but look they're happy and in love and everyone was so proud of them for not having sex even though they literally did everything a human can do without the p and the v they lost 60 mother effing grand so shit went down and we actually learn later how much um, banging costs so I I think these guys are way worse than Francesca and Harry when we get to that um I am so in love with Haley. The, just how angry she is, how much she fucking hates everyone. And to be honest, I am so upset that she's been kicked out for insufficient progress. What the fuck? She is the funniest person on the whole show. Without Haley, I have no reason to watch anymore. I'm so annoyed at Lana. Lana wouldn't know good TV if it poked her in her humidifier hole. I'm so angry. What is wrong with these producers? Honestly, she was like the only cause of drama. She hates everyone. She hates being on the show. She's such a cow. And she's got her little cow pal in Francesca. So what, they think Francesca doesn't need a female friend anymore because now she's hooking up with Harry again? Not happy about that, fam. (laughs) is a thing that the hip kids say. All right, so let's get to Harry then. So he's my boy from Queensland, my little Aussie larrikin, or what does he always say? My naughty little possum, which is growing on me. I think it's actually quite cute. He's is just, he annoys me. No, I annoy myself that I really like him. I find him so charming and just his like cheeky fucking little grin. I'm like, oh, I know I, I know I should hate you, <laughs> but he just weasels his little way into my heart every time. He could get away with fucking murder with that cheeky grin and he knows it. So he sits down with Kells after Kells has a naughty shower with Francesca and they're hating on each other, but Kells is like, they so, so angry and he's the lion and Harry isn't in his league. But then they cover each other in mud and they have a little cry and they kiss and make up and they become like love warriors or some shit. And 
they move on. So everybody is happy, especially little Harry, who has decided that he actually wants a real human relationship with Francesca, who I'm pretty sure is incapable of having an open-hearted, real relationship with anybody except Amira. But look, they're going to give it a crack. And they have a little combo about it. And Lana is so happy with them that she green lights them for a few minutes so they can have a cheeky pash. I don't know. This is definitely going to end in tears, but I'm here to watch. Um, They are gifted for their progress a night alone in the private suite. Okay, that's going to end well. <clears throat> and by well, I mean there's going to be fluids dripping from the walls by the time they're done with each other. That's disgusting. And I've been an ISO too long. Um, But yeah, we knew that already because I'm walking my fucking cat. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> what weird shit are you guys doing in ISO? I would love to know. Because the thing is, We're doing all this weird stuff, but because we have no one to compare it against, we're not talking to people in the real world. We don't know how strange we've become. Um, I have a little bit of a a way of reference because I do this podcast, but mostly I'm, I'm just talking into a void and then I hear myself say some of the random shit that I'm doing and yeah, it, it gets weird. It's definitely... Definitely gets unusual. (laughs) I'm like currently watching about one entire series of a show every day. Just while I'm doing other shit, I'm watching it. (laughs) And then then it gets to the end of the series and it suggests a new, new show. I'm like, wait, I swear I just watched two episodes and I've watched about 17 and it's midnight and it's time to go to bed and do the whole thing again tomorrow. Get up, take myself shopping, have snot in my nose, take my cat for a walk, watch TV, um, procrastinate writing for the entire day and get a page done, delete it the next day and start again. Look, times are tough, guys. Times are tough. All right, where was I? So obviously they get down and do it. Um, they are like, yeah, yeah, we can do it. We're mature adults. That was the sound of a tongue kiss. And next minute, 20 grand in the can. Uh, what the fuck? Everyone's so upset about this 20K. It's like they spent a third of what Sharon and Rhonda spent. Sharonda. That was a good one. (laughs) I mentally high-fived myself. Is that what people are calling them? Maybe I said that last time. I don't know. Hashtag ISO. ISO brain. So, yeah, I found that all a little bit odd that with everything Sharon and Rhonda did, um, adding up to 60 grand, they get still get a round of applause. And yet Harry and Franny spend, spend a third of that and everyone's pissed but they're not that upset because they can see how far their relationship has gone meanwhile where are we up to oh yeah so jesus jesus our deep thinker is thinking about 
very deeply how nobody loves him and he can't cope. His ego is fragile and he's starting to fade into oblivion because he realizes that nobody likes him because he's really annoying. So they do this warrior workshop and he's like, oh my God, I'm so good at this because I'm such a warrior of the heart, you guys, which opens up his heart too much. And again, he gets really sad. So the teacher is removing himself from the equation. He tries for a hot minute to get with one of the new people, but she thinks he's a twat and she's right. So he leaves. Bye, bitch. Nobody cares. So then we do have these three new people arrive by boat in all their drama and glory. We've got two new gals and one new guy, Lydia Corey, who's a bit of a geezer and kind of more what clothes clothes looking fofo. And Madison, um, who as soon as they're all doing the intros, she's like, yeah, I'm just like looking for a spiritual connection. Jesus basically jizzes in his pants as soon as she says that, but she's not interested because she's smarter than he is. All right. Lydia has all the boys, especially David, excited because she twerks and she's got dark hair. And they're like, oh, damn, bitch. Um, that's basically those three. <laughs> that's, their, that's their story. More hot people arrive. Yay. Um, so Bryce is all intimidated by Corey, by the arrival of Corey, because uh, as Bryce would say himself, he ain't got bants. He just doesn't have what you guys, speaking of the Brits, call bants. I don't got bants. Although he wouldn't say it like that because he's American. I now, now I'm now I'm in my geezer voice. I I don't know I don't know how to get out of it once I start. It's one of my favorite voices to do. It's also very much like my Amy Winehouse voice. <laughs> I love it so much. Ah, uh, but yeah, Chloe does not love Bryce. I was really upset, and I'm really glad she's going for the fucking geezer over Bryce, who lives on a boat. Because he's homeless. Because he called her blowy. I'm just going to pause right on that. Fucking blowy. Are you kidding me? Um, Yeah, that's not going to win any points with me. I mean, she might think that's hilarious. I don't know. But for me, that kind of bance ain't working, boy. Anyway... If anyone needs help with their banter, um, I lived in the UK for a little while and what I discovered that banter is, it's basically just insulting people and then gaslighting them into laughing with you. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, you are so, wait, I've got to do the voice. Oh no, now I'm an American. Oh shit. Oh, my geezer voice. There we are. We're back in. I got me Amy Winehouse voice on again. Oh my god, you're so fat and ugly. Ha <laughs> JK, just bants. That's banter. So, welcome. Now you know. It's just taking take the piss, you know. That's what he's, that's what, uh, what's his new name, Corey said. It's like, yeah, I just like taking the piss. But really, it just means that 
you like insulting people and then get annoyed at them when they don't like your bants or when they pull you up on your shit. There you go. That's my lesson in banter. But I do agree with Chloe. I like a bit of a geezer. Um, so, look, I think she's going to be in some trouble. But they're definitely going to hook up. In fact, we've already seen them have a cheeky little pash. But I kind of think Chloe might be the only person that would work with Corey because she's also kind of a geezer. <laughs> they're both just pretty dumb um, they like the bants. I don't think she's going to take any of his banter slash insults seriously. And maybe they will just kind of have a bit of fun with it. None of the new people are interested in following any rules. So that's going to be fun as well for the next couple of episodes. Look, they've only got half of the money left already. So it's, I mean, we've got two episodes to lose the rest of it. And truly, <laughs> they're not going to come out with anything. Let's be real at this stage. It's going to be mayhem. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited for the next couple eps. What, do we have anything else that I really needed to cover? I don't know. I think um, watching these men just so fucking horny like 14 year old boys they're just like oh I'm looking at those fish differently as they're watching the koi fish like open and close their mouths and they're basically like you know you could see see them shaking in their seats so gross I mean these people are sex addicts I'm not joking fucking I went to rehab for a very serious substance addiction and it was easier than what these boys are going through I mean these people are losing their goddamn minds so I think they're in the right place honestly I mean first step Lana next step a safe house get these boys I don't know some fucking tissues to shove down their pants because this is a disaster and I love it I think uh, that's enough jizz talk from me for a day all right so thank you so much again for listening I know I'm just talking shit but it's fun to have a connection to the outside world in these times um because otherwise yeah I mean things are already getting weird up in here um (laughs) we don't need them getting any weirder Please like and subscribe. And like I said, I'm going to take a little bit of break after this show. I have got some other things in the works, but um, they may take a little bit of time. So have a read of the blog if you like. Subscribe to the pod so that you don't miss anything when I do come back. It shouldn't be too long. I just need to wait for a show to inspire me because that's the only way that it's fun. And what else? My website has all the podcasts. Uh, even the ones I've done with other people on their shows, uh, kirstenmore.com.au. All of this is in the show notes. My website also has the link to my blog for all of the writing I've been doing on my memoir and um, any music I, I have done in the past. I haven't produced new music in a very long time, but you can go back into the annals of time if you so desire. All right, subscribe on Twitter, She's Pernicious, and on Instagram at Reality TV and Me. Okay, love you, bye.